Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC, on a Tuesday, the day before Liverpool travel to Sheffield to take on Sheffield United at Bramall Lane in the Premier League. Sheffield United, obviously the worst team in the Premier League this season. Five points from 14 games. On track to be the second worst team in Premier League history, uh, which is fairly impressive. Uh, they're also the eighth worst team in Premier League history the last time they're in the division. And... They've decided to have a bit of a throwback to that season. Today, they have sacked Paul Heckenbottom and brought back Chris Wilder, a man who oversaw a start of two points from 17 games in the 2021 season. Now, in credit to Wilder, he had brought them from League One into the Premier League. They had a very good first season. In that second season in the league, there was an absolute disaster. And he left in the March but Chris Wilder is back as manager of Sheffield United. However, Sheffield United are not the only group making big moves. Now, we often talk about recruitment and how important recruitment is. And here at Anfield Index, I think we've got the best gang of lads that you'll find. And that is now being improved because master recruiter Eddie Gibbs has struck again and AnfieldIndex.com and Anfield Index podcasts have landed a big fish. And Ben Boxack from Liverpool.com 
and many other places will be joining the Anfield Index team. I couldn't be happier to welcome Ben on board. I think he's going to be a brilliant addition uh, to our team. He's going to be writing for the website. He's going to be appearing on podcasts. He'd be contributing in a number of different ways. Everybody knows Ben. Everybody knows the caliber of his work. Been a fan for a long time. So thrilled to have him on board. Eddie Gibbs has struck again. He's just decided that, you know, we're, we're doing well. We've had a great start to the season. We're going to double down it. And he's landed Ben Boxek. And I think it's, it's a fantastic signing for us. Our own Hungarian wizard, after Liverpool signed Zabozlai, we've decided to match the club. We've gone and we've gotten Ben. So thrilled with this and uh, welcome on board. On to the other main Liverpool websites. So on This Is Anfield, there is a piece about Sheffield United being there for the taking and with the tagline, as fun as a root canal, which is pretty impressive. Um, I'm, I'm actually a bit disappointed I didn't think of that myself. Uh, on to the next piece then. It's about Waturo Endo and his goal and his impact on the game at the weekend. Like the goal is, is special. It's a special goal. From the e-book chip, Darwin's knockdown, the brilliance of Mo, the off-ball run of Gakbo, the layoff, the oh-no and the ball passed into the top corner. What a goal. What an absolutely magic goal. But for me, what was actually more enjoyable than the goal is the tackle that he makes on Joe Polina. Just inside their half, Polina picks the ball up, turns the power into our half, and Endo just crunches him and leaves him in a heap and takes the ball cleanly. That, to me, like that's just, that's what we want from a player in that role. That ability to just go and win the ball back, make the big tackle, be fearless, put your imprint on the game. And with the goal and that tackle, he's done both sides of it. Like We don't expect him to score many goals. We do expect those kind of tackles. And when we get them, it's great. It genuinely is. So, Congrats to him on a, a great cameo. Arguably, like we've had some really good cameos this season. Obviously, uh, Harvey has been tremendous off the bench. Gravenberg against City was a good cameo. But that endo cameo against against Fulham will take some beating. That will take some beating to have that type of impact. To come on with the team losing, get us back in the game with the equaliser which then causes the wave of momentum to get us the winner. And then to have that crunching tackle to shut down their potential attack, which again caused a wave of momentum. And then we saw a couple of other really good challenges from Liverpool players and some really good closing down and things like that. So yeah, very, very happy uh, with that. So yesterday, actually on the topic of closing down and tackles, one of the best tackles that we saw was by Darwin. And I talked about how I was looking at the number, the, the games played and they weren't making sense to me. It was because I was miscalculating because I'm an idiot. Um, but I went and looked at his his uh, minutes played because minutes played is, is a more telling sign than games played. And I'm looking back at Darwin's career and he's played roughly 13,000 minutes. 
in his career to date, including his time with us. When we signed him, he was 23 years of age. And he'd only played nine and a half thousand minutes. Now, for context, we signed Fernando Torres at 23 years of age. And by the time he joined us, he'd played 23,000 minutes. 23,000 minutes. Like, Darwin is so raw because in footballing terms, he's basically a, a kid. Like, I know he's 24, but he doesn't have the minutes of your standard 24-year-old. I think Marcus Rashford is 26, and he's played over double Darwin's career minutes. So with Darwin, I, I almost feel like we should be looking at him as more of like a 21-year-old, given just given the minutes played. I think that's more along the lines of, where he is, 21, 22, rather than a 24-year-old. I think he's still got so much growth left in him. But, you know, I, I keep seeing names been thrown up. Oh, we should we should sign this guy. We should sign that guy. And one of the names right now is Luis Appenda. Obviously, he scored those two goals against City. He's having a really good season for RB Leipzig. Uh, he's got 17 goal contributions this season. That's four more than Darwin, but he's played 500 more minutes. Darwin has 13 goal contributions this season in 1,100 minutes. So if he was to play 500 more minutes based on that, he'd have six more goal contributions. So he'd have two more than Luis Appenda. But people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to give Darwin credit. Luis Appenda has played 100 more minutes in his career than Darwin. So he's very, very inexperienced as well. He's a year younger. But he scored 12 less goals than Darwin. And he's got five less assists. And I know, like, this is only Darwin's second season in the Premier League, but Luis Pen has never played in a league as good as the Premier League. He's played in France. He's played in Germany. Prior to that, obviously, was playing... Um, playing in Belgium I want to say it could have been Germany. it could have been the Netherlands uh, let me just check but regardless Darwin played the second division in Spain so that's that's a fairly low level um, but it's probably a, about equivalent to I don't know the Scottish Premiership uh, he was at Club Bruges and then he was at Vietas Arnhem and Vietas Arnhem is, he played in both that's why I was confused Vietas Arnhem's where he kind of had his breakthrough during a two-year loan spell from Bruges. Having not really made the grade, not really made an impact at Bruges, he did very well with Vietas Arnhem. And then he did really well with Lens, and he's having a really good season this year with Leipzig. But the Portuguese league is every bit as good as the French league, and it's every bit as good as what the Bundesliga has become in recent years. And Darwin thrived in that league in that second season. And he's done well in the Premier League. So I, I think Darwin having more goals and more assists in less minutes is is really impressive considering I'd argue he's played against stronger competition. Even at international level, um, Openda has two goals from his 12 caps so far. 
Now, he's going to get better. He's a hell of a player. I'm not saying this to disparage him. Darwin has eight in 22 caps. So again, better at international level. And I do feel like at the South American level, the international football is a higher standard than it often is for a lot of the European countries who play a lot of dross in their qualifiers. There's no real dross in the in the South American qualifying. It's really strong. And I think I just think we're seeing too much disrespect of Darwin. Because as I said yesterday, his job is not to score 30 a season. His job is to facilitate for Mo. Like he's not a striker, he's a centre forward. His job is to run the channels, hold the ball up, link the play. Yes, he needs to get goals, but he has seven goals this season. People are acting like he hasn't scored this year. And, you know, the chance that hits the crossbar against Fulham, it's not the easiest chance in the world. Moving at full pelt, taking that ball in stride and trying to beat a very good goalkeeper. The other one where he misses his kick, that's a bigger chance in my view. And it looks bad because he misses his kick. If he gets it on target and the keeper saves it, it doesn't look as bad. But he misses his kick and his technique looks a bit bad. But like I said, Darwin is still so inexperienced and he's still so raw. And it's still a matter of trying to, you know, smooth out some of those rough edges with him. But the last real chaos striker that the Premier League had was Jamie Vardy. That's what Jamie Vardy was. Jamie Vardy was a chaos maker. Do you know what Jamie Vardy was doing at 23? When Liverpool signed Darwin, you know what Jamie Vardy was doing at that same age? He was playing for Halifax Town in the National Premier League, which at the time was the sixth tier in English football. At 24, the age Darwin is now, uh, he was playing for Fleetwood Town. He just signed for Fleetwood Town in the conference. The fifth tier. At 25, he was struggling to adapt to the championship with Leicester. He was 28 years of age before he had his breakout season. And then he rattled off seven really good seasons in a row. Some great, some good. But he was 28 before he had that real eureka moment where it all clicked for him. Development isn't linear. And not all world beaters are going to be world beaters at 19, 20, 21. Not everybody is Erling Haaland. Harry Kane wasn't Harry Kane until he hit 23 or so. Harry Kane at 19, 20, 21 was been written off. People were looking at Harry Kane as someone that wasn't nearly good enough to play for Spurs, to play in the division, let alone play for Spurs. But what Harry Kane did was he just kept grafting and he turned his career around. He was 22, actually, when he had his... his you know, real breakout. But still, when you look at what he's become now, now I'm not saying Darwin will become as good as Harry Kane, but again, it's not like Harry Kane was 17 and banging in goals in the Premier League. Harry Kane had a loan spell with Leighton Orient in League One. 
didn't go great. He had a loan spell with Millwall that was pretty good in the Championship. Then he had a failed loan at Norwich where he couldn't make the grade in the Premier League. Went on loan to Leicester in the Championship. Struggled. Really struggled. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It took Harry Kane time to get going. In the same way it took his teammate of that season at Leicester, Jamie Vardy, a lot of time to get going. Ian Wright's another one. Like, Ian Wright was... I think 27 when he went to Arsenal. Ian Wright was playing non-league until he was 22. He had a couple of, he was 20, nearly 28. He was 27, nearly 28 when he went to Arsenal. And look at the career he went on to have. Like sometimes it just takes players longer to find their groove. But I, I genuinely believe with Darwin, we've seen, continuous improvement since he joined. Especially when he gets minutes. Off the ball, he's totally different now than he was when we signed him. So can we can we put all that nonsense to bed and just appreciate what he, he is actually doing for this team? And the, cha- the, the fact that he can play badly, like he did at the weekend, and still impact winning by having a big hand and two goals. Um... On to other matters. Uh, Manchester United have banned four different newspaper outlets, uh, well, three newspapers and Sky Sports, after reports that Eric Ten Hag has lost half the dressing room. Um, Quite fun. Quite fun. Uh, Why Liverpool can expect Danielle Malin links and why we should be sceptical. Um, because he's not really developed since going to Dortmund and he's not quite good enough for us, would be the main one for me. Um, there's, a, there's a piece here about Jürgen's history with Chris Wilder, including one of the all-time great lines, which stemmed from the argument over the five sub rule and Chris Wilder calling uh, Jürgen selfish, and saying he's a world-class politician. And then Jürgen retaliating with, well, congrats, because Wilder's side won the argument, the three subs stayed until they changed it after the season. Um, Jürgen said that Sheffield United should be happy they had three subs and one point. Um, Just fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Um, look, it, it's strange because originally Wilder 
was was a huge fan of Klopp, but they had that falling out um, over over the subs thing. <laughs> some of the some of the the back and forth was really good, and you love to see a bit of needle between managers. It, it does just kind of add to the spectacle. Uh, what else do we have here on this is Anfield? Liverpool versus Manchester United to have the biggest Anfield crowd since 1977 after test events. David Lynch has written this piece. The plans to partially open the top tier of the Anfield Road stand for the first time for the game against Manchester United remains on track and a crucial test event has been scheduled. So there's to be a live event, um, a live Q&A with more than 3,000 supporters welcomed in to sit inside the top tier and do a Q&A with Jürgen, which is very, very cool. So plenty of other good stuff there on This Is Anfield. So do check out what the lads have on offer. Uh, Diogo Jota injury boost, January transfer agreed. Rest of 2023, an ideal Liverpool scenario. I see it might, maybe my taunting about them constantly using Dream has maybe um, maybe made an impact here. But I uh, will have a look at that. There's a piece about Ben Doak. Uh, Liverpool needs possible Van Dijk successor to step up after untimely injuries. That's going to be about Gerald Kwanzaa. Piece about Queeving. Um, a piece about Erling Haaland somehow escaping any punishment for screaming in the face of Simon Hooper. I don't really understand how he's not getting punished because it's a scandal that it, that he was so aggressive towards the referee. Um, like, what are you crying for? It's part of the game. Just get on with it. Uh, right, what's this now? Liverpool transfer news as $45 million playmaker move likely a new Lucas Baraldo claim emerges. Now, Hakan Chalanaglu, we are not going to sign Hakan Chalanaglu. Number one, he's not very good. Number two, he's 29. And number three, we've absolutely no need for him. Like, yeah, he's grand in Syria. He plays well for Inter. Grand. He'd get absolutely rinsed in the Premier League. Um... The Daily Star is reporting that Newcastle, West Ham and Brentford are all looking at Lucas Baraldo, who's been linked with Liverpool, uh, the Sao Paulo defender, would be a really good fit as a left-footed centre-back who can play left-back, would fit this three-box-three kind of shape. Um, I think we'll probably go from a European proven defender rather than someone direct from South America. But I, I'd certainly be in favor of that move. Right. Diogo Jota injury boost, uh, January transfer grade. Let's see what this is about. Uh, Liverpool.com has taken a look at a few things that make up the ideal December scenario for the Reds. So uh, it would be to get good news um, about Diogo and obviously Allison as well, more importantly. But it looks like Allison, according to Paul Joyce, is actually going to come back a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, so, but getting Jota back would be great. Uh, Arsenal to drop points before massive Anfield clash. They've got to go away to Villa, and I don't fancy them to win at Villa. 
Liverpool embarks on a winning run. I did this last week. I think we could actually win every game up until the end of this calendar year and including our first game of next calendar year before the break for the FA Cup. Uh, Carabao Cup progress secured, absolutely. And having a January signing lined up, I think, would be vital as well. So hopefully it's a defensive midfielder because it's obviously the biggest need that we have. On Anfieldindex.com, as a piece about what Jim Boardman had to say on the latest Scouts of Tommies about us making a mess of things and then making up for it. There is the options for watching Sheffield United, the Liverpool versus Sheffield United tomorrow night. There's a piece about the game tomorrow night. There's a piece about Darwin. Uh, there is a piece about that report about Chalanaglu as well. But podcast-wise, we are absolutely rinsing it now. We have Rival Recon, Young Seti, he's got to do two this week. Now, so if you have if you have the time, just take a moment and just consider Harry Seti having to do two podcasts in a week, which doesn't happen very often. Now, sometimes he has to do Raw, obviously, as well as Rival Recon, but to do two Rival Recons, like, you know, he's going above and beyond. Above and beyond. There is the new, these millennials. There is the new Scouser Tommies with Jim and Jay. They're always a belter, so make sure you give that a listen. And the latest Under Pressure, Dan Kennett, Dan Rhodes. Nice to have you back off the holidays, Rosie. Good stuff. And Hamza. So they discussed the wins over Lask and Fulham. So do check that out as well. And folks, that will do me for today. I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Oh, and there is a new scout I've just recorded, which will be out hopefully today. So take care of yourselves. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.